So we saw the concept of Vekut is the ability to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not physically. HaKadosh Baruch Hu can't connect physically to something. The concept of Vekut is that a person connects to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the fact that he puts himself in a position where he's able to understand or connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's perspective. That's the important point. Because when the people have different perspectives, so even though I have a relationship with the other person, but I'm only seeing it from my side, he's seeing it from his. Like we said last, last week, the martial of a relationship between a parent and a child. So of course the child can relate to the fact that he has a father. As a child, he knows what it means to have a father. It means he feels protected, and it means he feels cared for, has someone to turn to if he needs help. So for the child, he feels safe, he feels confident, he feels protected with the father. And then a person can expand that idea that just like he has a physical father, so they can expand that idea also that he is Baruch is also a vino. So it's not, it doesn't come from the point of him being able to. It doesn't come from the point of him being able to connect to Hakadosh Baruch in the sense that, from Hashem's perspective, but he can look from the human perspective of what it means to be a child and, and receive that in reference to Hashem too. But the high level is when a person is able to come from, the, so to speak, the other side, so from the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kilo sees it. And that we saw is the, second thing, is the second part of the experience Hashem provides a person. A person has the ability to be a child. A person grows up, he has the ability to be a parent. Because now, this, this is a different way of, of viewing that same relationship. Not from the perspective of the child looking at his father, but from the perspective of the father looking at his son. And now it's going to be a different thing. How does the father feel about his son? Achrayas, love, the fact that he took take care of him, uh, he wants the best for him. Whatever, whatever feelings are beside the father to his son, now, putting that back into the relationship between Yisrael and Hashem, or between a person and Hashem, that puts him in the position of, now I can understand a little bit of how my Kodesh Baruch must feel towards us. That's what we call being Mistabek. You're not just relating to somebody, you're connecting to them. Relating could be from the other side. They're seeing it from one side, I'm on the other side, but we're working together. Connecting is, I'm coming from the point of view that they're coming from. I'm coming from the side they're coming from. You may I can connect to the way that they feel. Let's expand on this idea a little bit more. Is that also related really to the Dabak Ishto? We're going to talk about that. Uh, the, let's understand this idea a little bit more. Um, we gave an example last time that even if a person is a Balchesed and he wants to give to Anim, so then again, there's, a, there's two sides to, to the relationship, the giver and the taker. And it could be that even though the person understands the needs Anim have and he's willing to give, but he's not in, he can't understand it from their perspective. He, he's on the side of the Ashi. He doesn't understand what it means to be the Ani. The Ani, in the relationship, he wants, to, he wants to get from the Ashi what he can. He can see it from the other side, what it means to take. He can't see what it means from the side to give. It's only when a person's in the position that he can see from the other side, then he can put himself in the position of the person who's, who, is, who he's relating to. That's called the Mistabek. They say about expression. That is, Avraham Avinu was in Kharan, and Akadosh Baruch tells him, Leave Kharan, go to Eretz Yisrael. Lech Lecha, Me'ayat Lecha, go leave Kharan, and go into Eretz Yisrael. And it was an assignment for Avraham Avinu. It was an assignment to have to leave his, where he was, and leave Eretz Yisrael. Even though Hashem promised him success in Eretz Yisrael, and children in Eretz Yisrael, and uh, all the brachas Hashem promised him, it was still an assignment. But uh, Akadosh Baruch therefore tells him, It's Lech Lecha. 
It's a tevascha. You're going to Eretz it's going to be good for you. What is that coming to add? We already saw that Hakadosh Baruch Hu said, "I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make you plenty. I'm going to become famous." What's the lech lecha that is good for you? So, is there a story of one of the Hasidic Rebbe's Lantern? Which one? There was very misasik in Pidgin Shvuim. He used to go from place to place to try and raise money for Pidgin Shvuim. He used to go from one post to the next to try and convince them to free the Jewish captives that they had. That was his Avodas Achaim. That was his uh, mitzvah that he worked, put a lot of effort into. And one time, uh, one of the times he was trying to negotiate with whatever Jewish powers it was to free his Jewish slaves, he got the first hand. He was supposed to throw him to jail also. He was very broken. He was very broken from it. I said that a mitzvah that a person's most nefesh for, he shouldn't be nichshal in. He shouldn't cause him a tzar. Now, because he was trying to be punished for him, he ended up with himself. He ended up himself a captive. So there was one of the gedolim at the time. I don't remember their names. Want to give him chizuk? So he told him this was of Abraham Avinu. Why was it that Hashem told Abraham lech lecha? Go lecha, let's live vascha. Hashem's already given him bracha. And the answer is, we see when Abraham went, the pasuk says afterwards, that when Abraham journeyed, so he didn't have his own home yet. He was a, he was a traveler, and each place he had to find a place to stay. And therefore, he went down to Mitzrayim. He was at a place, so he didn't even as he came to Israel, there was a famine. At that stage, it seems Abraham wasn't wealthy, and therefore, when he went down to Mitzrayim to try to find food, he had to, to uh, stay in whatever place he stayed on credit. He couldn't afford to pay. Rashi says when he came back from Mitzrayim with all the wealth Parah gave him, so he went back to those same places again to pay his debts. So Hakadosh Baruch tells Abraham, "I'm saying to Israel, it's going to be good for you." And what's Abraham's experience in Israel? That I have to wander from place to place and look for people who are willing to give, put me up for free, with the promise that maybe one day I'll be able to pay them because I can't afford it right now. Why was it good for him? And the answer is because Abraham's godless was in becoming a machnas arech. But you'll never be a complete machnas arech unless you understand what it means to be the guest. Unless you understand, if you're the wealthy landowner who's always having guests, you're a big balchesed. But it's not the same thing as if you're in a position where you've been the guest yourself. You know what it means. And never Avram said, this is a tevascha. You're going to go to Israel, you'll have to find places to stay which you can't afford to pay for. You'll know what it means to be a guest who's reliant on the chesed of whoever's going to host him. That's good for you. It's good for you because that will make you more of a machnesarech when you have the opportunity to, be, to, to excel, to be mitzayin, nachnos arachim, it's because you know what it means to be a guest. You've had the experience already the other side. And as the God told us, uh, was Rebbe also, he said, until now you were always put the shvuim. You never knew what it meant to be a shavim. You were never in the position of being a captive, of not knowing what's going to happen to you. It's a Having had the experience of seeing on the other side what it means, now I'm you're much more able to do a chesed because you can understand the person better that you're doing a chesed for. They always say that a doctor who himself has recovered from a certain illness is much better able to help his patients than a person who's never had it. He's been there, he knows it. And therefore he can relate to the other side also. So it's the same you said. To be misdabic or something means... And, uh, on an intellectual level on an emotional level means to be able to have had that perspective too I've been there also and if that's the case I've, I can identify with it and if that's the case let's not a big issue together ok it's the same idea a person who's had the experience they know where they come they, know, they understand the other person much better for sure now the, the, let's, let's develop this a step more this is Ramchal and Ramchal says 
that in the relationship between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and people and in the sense that HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates a person as we know in order to do chesed in order to do chesed which the Mechal says in many places Hashem does twinness, that, that was the reason Hashem creates a person Hashem wants to do chesed and Hashem creates the person as the person as the entity who can be makabal chesed from him but if that's the okay, case the obvious question which Whoever hears this idea asks, and then Rambam himself asks the question, and that's the case. So then, why doesn't Hashem just create a person to share with him chesed the whole time, give him more and more and more? And the answer is, so the Rambam is in two steps. I'll just go to the second step because that's the thing I want to explain. The answer is, and that is, that's not a chesed. That's not a chesed. First, on the physical level, being made dependent that you have to be given everything the whole time is not chesed. It's, you're making into, you're making another person into a beggar. But there's another point here also. And that is, if, if Hashem would do that, that Hashem would create the system that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the ultimate giver, and a person is the ultimate taker. And that's the only way the system is going to work. You can only, Hashem can only give, and a person can only take. Then what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is doing is creating a person who is the exact opposite of him. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Mashpia, and the person is the Makabu. And it's fixed in stone. That's the only way it's going to be. If that's the place, you've created something which isn't close to Hashem, you've created something which is the opposite of Hashem. It's the completely other side of the spectrum. And if HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to create something which, can, which is a person who can be closer to Him, who can connect to Him, so the only way that you're going to create an ability for a person to be starving to Hashem is if you create a person in a way that he can be similar to Hashem. If you don't do that, then there's no way a person can relate to Him. A person's going to be the opposite. And therefore... The, the only way that a person can, can be similar to Hashem, connect to Hashem, is as much as the person can be similar to Hashem. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch has to create a person not just to take. HaKadosh Baruch has to create a person to give. Because when a person gives, then, he can, then he's in the position of Hashem relation, on the side of the relationship, then he can relate to Hashem better. And therefore, when Chazal tell us, let's start with the first name of Chazal first, Mahu Afata, you want to be stabbing to Hashem, do what Hashem does. What, is that, what does that do for me? To act where Hashem acts? Why does it help me to be misdabbed with Hashem? Because now in this particular circumstance, I'm coming from the position that Kaddish Baruch is coming from in relationship with us. Mimela, Mimela, I can connect to Him. Again, connection to Hashem isn't a physical thing. It's a, it's a term of understanding. It's a term of relationship. It's a, and where does that come from? That comes from being on the same perspective, on the same side that Kaddish Baruch acts when He acts to us. We're on that side too. We can understand Hashem the same way. Like I give them much like I gave before, it's much easier for a, a parent to relate to Hashem than for a child. A child relates to Hashem as I'm the child and you the father. Like I have a physical father. That's the opposite. Again, it doesn't mean I can't speak to Hashem, I can't ask him for things. But I'm not coming from his perspective. It's only a person who's a father that can relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that I'm in a similar position. And therefore I can understand how HaKadosh Baruch Hu acts so much better. Why am I saying that? Because as much as a child relies on his father and trusts his father and, and, look, and, and looks to his father to help him, to a certain extent, a child will never understand why does my father need to punish me? As a child, to come to that perspective is very difficult. Why does the father need to punish me? So there's something wrong. Why does he to punish me? A parent can understand that. A, parent, a good parent doesn't want to punish their children. But they can understand what's, why it's sometimes necessary. They can understand what, 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 from, from a parent's perspective what I hope to gain by what I'm doing. And why it's sometimes the thing I have to do. 
And if that's the case, now stop and think. Akadosh Baruch also has to punish sometimes. Who's going to understand Hashem better? The father or the son? Obviously the father. He's been in that position too. He understands where the feeling comes from. He understands where the, the, why, why what he's doing is bad and what he thinks is the right thing to do, even if the, even if the child doesn't understand it. And then he can understand. If you look at Baruch Hu, why do you punish Kali Yisrael? The child won't understand that. The father will. Think as a father what you would do in a similar situation. Think that sometimes it's a cheshman that you know what's right, even if you can't, children can't understand it and you think you're doing the wrong thing to you. So now we can understand. We're in the, again, we're in the frame, the frame of mind that we can now relate to how Kodesh Baruch acts also. It doesn't mean we understand Hashem fully, but it means we come from the perspective where it's shaykh to understand. We're on that side. That's what it means Mahawafatah. If you act the way in the position that Hashem acts to us, if you act in a similar position, then you can begin to relate to how Kodesh Baruch is working. You can begin to relate it from his side, so to speak. We made it. That's, one, that's the start of the Mitzvah of Dvekus. The start of the Mitzvah of Dvekus is the connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which comes from being able to understand things from Ke'il, the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees it. Now, that relates, and what has one person relates to another person. The Dvekus we spoke about is act like Hashem. Hashem is Gamal Chesed, be Gamal Chesed. Hashem is Saleh Chumachel, be Saleh Chumachel. Whatever midah it is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu acts to us, act to other people like that. But the MS is, and the Ramchal says this, there's something even deeper than that. Because in, it, what we've said so far is you act to other people the way Hashem acts to you. So therefore, in, in this situation, I'm, I'm so to speak taking the same perspective as there is in the relationship with Hashem, acts, with, with the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu acts to me. There's something more than that. There's something deeper than that. And that is, how do you relate to Hashem? Because if the world is created in a way where the relationship with Hashem is in a sense that Hashem is always giving and we're always taking, so it's true in relation to somebody else we could flip the roles. But in relation to Hashem we're always going to be the opposite. And therefore HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates the world in a way which is not like that. Hashem creates the world in a way where it's not just that He's going to give what people and people are going to take. Hashem creates the world in a way where people are able to give also. Because then in the relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there's also the ability of, uh, that I can relate to, just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is giving to me, I can relate from the perspective I'm able to give to him also. And the obvious question, which I don't want to get too involved in, and it's not our topic, is what's a person going to give to Hashem? What, what can I give Hashem? Hashem? Hashem has everything, Hashem doesn't need anything. So what can I give Hashem? And uh, without elaborating on the topic, it's a Hashkafa topic in the sun, right? The simple answer is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates something he doesn't have, so we can give it to him. Be'atzim Hashem is nothing he's missing, Hashem is perfect in every way, there's nothing for us to give him. And therefore, in order to enable us to feel that we can give something to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates something he doesn't have. A Matthias in the world which he doesn't have, and then we can give it to him. And what's the Matthias Hashem doesn't have? We call covet. We call covet. Because, I've spoken about this before, because covet doesn't exist from one thing to itself. You can't be mechabit yourself. It doesn't make sense. The covet only make, works in one thing can mechabit something else. One person can mechabit, some, can mechabit another person. And therefore, before Hashem created anyone, it was only a Baruch that existed, there's no possibility of covet. That's, that's an extension of it. But before we get to the medic part, the covet part, there's no possibility of covet if that's anything which exists. It's only when there's something which is created, now it's shaykh, a relationship of covet. 
one, the relationship of one thing to another can be in COVID. But the interesting point is like this. When somebody gets COVID, what's he gotten? What, what, what's it changed him? He's gotten, in what way, meaningful way has he, got, has he given you something you didn't have before? Nothing. COVID is what the person giving can give. But perhaps the person getting COVID doesn't really have anything from it. And that's you said also. We're giving something to Hashem from our point of view, we're giving Him COVID. We're giving. You can give. What's Hashem really getting from it? Not very much. There's nothing to get. It's not something tangible which is changing anything anyway. But the important, the Nakoda, why Hashem had to create it like that was because that way we can feel that there's a connection, there's a dvekus. And just like Hashem can give us, we can give Him. If the, if the way that we would relate to Hashem would only be Hashem can give us and we can only take and never give Him, then we'd never be able to connect. There would never be a dvekus. We'd be able to receive but not to be mistabic. We can only connect when we can also play the role Hashem is playing to us. And I'm going to share with you Chazal, it's a Midrash Nelam in Shirashirim. I don't want to explain it now, it's, it's terrible, but just to show you how far this goes. On the part of the Shirashirim, that Chazal uh, said like this, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Merov of his Ava from Kukla Yisrael, he called us Piti. Kilo Hashem said, Madora. Laizaz Misham Ashakar Machaisi. Achaisi Kalo, that's the part of the Shirashirim. Laizaz Misham until Ashakar Imi. Hashem called Kla Yisrael my mother. Ba'atar She'itrulay Imoy. What does it mean? What it means is there's a certain level of relationship with Hashem where Kadosh Baruch is the parent and he calls us the child. There's a certain relationship with Hashem where Hashem calls us Kiru a sister, an equal. And there's a certain relationship with Hashem where Hashem calls Klai Yisrael Imi. Kiru, the Klai Yisrael playing the parent role. Now what that is and whether it's Nagir, that's not our discussion right now, but why is it necessary? And the answer is for this concept, for Dvekus. Because a person can only mistabic if they can understand the, without the person's perspective. And therefore, in a relationship where we are considered the child to Hashem being the parent, then we relate to Hashem a certain way. There has to be the possibility of also relating the other way around. And that is, Ki'ilu, we put in the role where Hashem says, Hashem calls Klai Yisrael Imi, from the sense of, then we can be mistabic, because then we can see things from HaKadosh Baruch's perspective. Animele, when we, can, we come from the other person's perspective, then we can connect to them. Now, this is the, the first yisoid, or the principle of Vekus. I want to elaborate just one more nakoda, one more point on this. And that is, the idea um, that being able to come from the other person's perspective connected to them, that's uh, out of place. Anyone wants to try going to mediation. When you have two people on different sides, so even if it's from their perspective, I said, Maui, you said, Yoi. And I can't understand the other person's way of looking at it. I can't, and therefore, I think he's wrong. If I'm able to understand where he's coming from, understand the way he sees something, I, mean, I can understand him much better. It doesn't mean he's right, but I can understand him. If we're talking about Dvekos, there's a concept of connecting to something. So if I can understand the perspective of the others, then I mean, it makes sense. I hear it's, makes, it's not something which is, which, is, which is just a mistake. It's not something which is like Rishas or whatever it's going to be. It's a, a, from, your, from that point of view, I can I understand the way you're thinking. I can relate to it. It's a pleasant name would also. If I'm arguing with somebody in the Sugya, and I can, instead of just holding on to my opinion, trying to prove them wrong, I can try and think, one second, how do they understand? Where, where, where are they coming from? What is the way they understood? So then I, maybe I can relate to it much better. Of course, now I can see where you started from, how you understood. This is the Moscone you came to. It makes much more sense to me. Chazanish writes, the Chazanish is to argue in halacha. It's pointless. And let's just sit down with the person and learn the Gemara with him. 
because I have to start with not just what your maskana is, and do I agree with you or don't agree with you. Where did you start from? How did you understand everything until now? And you imagine if I can understand the way you went through everything now, and I can see things from the way you're understanding it. The ability to do that, which means to come from the other perspective, means that therefore I can relate to it. It makes sense to me. I can hear the other way of... Oh, and if it's talking about understanding, it's talking about a way of acting, a way of relating. So then from when I'm on, in that position, then I'll, I can fully work, identify with the way that, how a person will act in that situation. I can understand, I can relate to it. It's a certain kayak that a person has to be able to do that. Somebody or something, which can only think of itself, uh, can't go expand beyond one perspective, one way of looking at something, so they'll never understand the other position. Because they're locked into only the, the only way they can see things is from their perspective. There's nothing else. It's a certain koyach that gives a person part of a person's seichel, and that is that a person can detach from their, 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 their side of it and see things from a different perspective. They can encompass something different and understand it from that side too. Of course, if a person's experienced the other side himself, then he has first-hand ex- awareness of it, or a person's understanding of it. But even without that, the ability we're talking about, that a person can come from a position of understanding another, another perspective, and then I can relate to that. And the point of that? The point of that is Dracus. Because otherwise, a person would never ever be able to relate to Hashem. Because we're a person, and Hashem is not a person. And therefore, if we locked into the way a person thinks, and the person dies, how do you to understand Hashem? He's not a person. But it's only because that a person can. There's two points. Number one, can a person can uh, can understand or connect to a reality which is different from that, so I can start to see some a different perspective. And more importantly, and that is, we said the last slide. I'm coming back to this point again. Every human relationship between people, be'etzim is a paradigm for a different relation related to us. And therefore, having had the experience on the emotional level of relating in a certain way. I can now connect that back to understanding how Kodesh Baruch Hu react, relates to us in that same framework. And therefore, when we say that Kodesh Baruch Hu relates to Klai Yisrael, Matan Torah, So if you've married, you've been a Chosen, and you think about how, how that applies to the matter of Matan Torah, you'll be able to understand Hashem's perspective much better if you've never been a Chosen. You've had the experience too. You know what it means. And now you can just relate it back into understanding Kodesh Baruch Hu's connection to Klai Yisrael. And same thing with any other relationship there is. There's a Muslim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the Klai Yisrael, Kazakin Malay Rachamim. Kazakin Malay Rachamim. If none of us have him yet, so maybe we can understand the words, but the experience we haven't had. And therefore, there's a certain level of when a person's in the position, then he can relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu much better. Those are the two parts of the Mitzvah Tvekas. The one part is the ability to connect to a perspective and understand it, even if it's not my perspective. And the second one is the experience. If I've had the same experience, if I put myself in the same position, so then automatically the, w- the, the way I feel, the way I relate to something, is coming from the perspective of now I can understand how Hashem relates to it also. So there's two, two parts of the way we've spoken about so far. The one is on the level of a person's midas, and that's the mahu afata. The mahu afata relates to the person's midas. Act the way Hashem acts. You, when you're in the position of the giver when you're in the position of the host when you're in the position of the benefactor then you'll be made a coming from Hashem's perspective and you'll feel that from the, the middle aspect there's a second point that's a seichel point and that is that a person can detach himself from his way of looking at things see things from a different perspective see things from a different perspective 
this point we haven't explained how to do it yet. That's the second part of Dvekus. If a person is misdirected to Melechachamim, it's also Dvekus to Hashem. Why? Because we're going to explain the next Vibe Hashem how this creates the, the ability to understand things from a different perspective, which we'll see by Hashem is the second part of Dvekus.